0: Live.
1: And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Britney Live this afternoon. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to our listeners in Columbus, Ohio that listen well every day. But we also have the privilege of welcoming our listeners in Tampa, Florida. Yes, we are simulcasting with Faith Talk, WTBN, 570 AM and 910 AM. Welcome to our friends in Tampa. Bill Bunkley is away from the—he's uh, away from the microphone for a day. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. Anyway, whether you're listening in Ohio on uh, the word AM eight eighty. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at something here in the studio. AM eight eighty. AM or 104.5 FM, or if you're listening on Faith Talk in Tampa, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, Most of you are familiar with the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. Uh, In northern Kentucky, the Creation Museum is right across the river from Cincinnati. The Ark Encounter is just a little farther down I-75 in Kentucky. And uh, it's interesting, uh, since I'm on in Tampa, Bill Bunkley and I were privileged to be the only two radio programs broadcasting live from the Ark Encounter the day it opened. Yeah, Bill and I were broadcasting side-by-side on the very first day that the Ark Encounter opened, and as I said, we were the only two radio programs broadcasting live. Uh, Anyway, listen, whether you're in Ohio or whether you are in Florida, it is worth the trip to go to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. In fact, I did my program live just this past Friday from the Creation Museum. Now, why do I bring that up? They are anticipating welcoming their 10 millionth guest probably the end of this week or the first of next week. Ark Encounter, Creation Museum, are preparing to welcome their 10 millionth guest very, very soon. Now, both were met with enormous resistance. When the Creation Museum was built there in northern Kentucky, across the river from Cincinnati, Oh, there were all kinds of protests, protests in Kentucky, protests in Ohio, pro- well, protests from around the country and around the world. They're just going to spread that religious fanatic dogma. Uh, but they built it, they opened it, and my goodness, the people came. Uh, I had the privilege of broadcasting live from the Creation Museum. Um, it was in the first month after it opened. And I'll tell you, folks, it so far surpassed my expectations. I, It just it blew my mind. Uh, well, anyway, I won't go into all the details, but it, it just so surpassed. My expectations, they have added on. They have added so many things. And then the ARK encounter. Oh, my goodness. They had so much pushback, so much resistance. Lies spread about them. Uh, People in Kentucky said it was going to be a drain on the economy. Nobody would come. Yeah, well, they're averaging. uh, they're, They're surpassing. A million visitors a year just at the Ark Encounter. A million visitors a year. Not only has it surpassed their expectations in presentation, but also in attendance. It has been a huge boon to the economy uh, there in Kentucky. In fact, both have the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. So, anyway, uh, those of you in Florida, if you head north anytime, make sure you visit the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum, uh, but don't try to do it in the same day. Uh, they're only about 45 minutes apart, but there's, there's too much to see, to do, to experience in one day. Make sure that you plan a full day at the Creation Museum and a full day at the Ark Encounter. But anyway, congratulations. Uh, to Ken Ham, Mark Loy, and Mike Zorvath, the three co-founders of the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter, uh, very soon, within the next few days, they will be welcoming their 10 millionth guest. Wow. Congratulations to them. Speaking of Kentucky... Kentucky, the uh, Kentucky legislature, a couple of weeks ago, passed a piece of legislation that, uh, well, it, uh, it mandated that boys compete against boys and girls compete against girls in athletic events. Now, who would have thought? I mean, listen, if you are, if you are 50 years of age or older, Now, if you're less than 50, you've seen weird, bizarre things in our culture, and our society. But if you're 50 years of age or older, did you ever, ever, ever think that we would actually have to pass laws to say the boys are boys, girls are girls? It's kind of like, hello? Well, anyway, uh, Senate Bill 83. Legislature passed it overwhelmingly, but the Democratic governor vetoed it. Well, legislature has overridden the veto. It is now law in Kentucky. Under the new law, a student's gender will be determined by the biological sex indicated on the student's certified birth certificate, as originally issued at the time of birth or adoption. Yeah. Andy Bashir, the uh, Democratic governor of Kentucky, said, it's going to be unfair. No, 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 no. Biological boys, men competing against biological girls, that is what is unfair. The uh, governor said, quote, Transgender children deserve public officials' efforts to demonstrate that they are valued members of our community through compassion, kindness, and empathy, even if not understanding. Yeah. So anyway, um, the legislation in Kentucky is now law because of the override of the veto. Senate Bill 83 Kentucky becomes the latest state to pass common... Folks, listen. This is not brain surgery. This is not rocket science. A biological male has advantages physically over a biological female. It's not, it has nothing to do with superiority. It has everything to do with reality. So if we're going to be fair, if we really believe in women's rights and protecting women, well, then we will protect women from a man or a boy who thinks he is a girl from competing against them and giving them an unfair advantage. Good for the state of Kentucky. Senate Bill 83 is now law. Uh, Speaking of law, we will... uh, come a little later in the program to uh, propose legislation in Florida that I think is wonderful. Yeah, but it's controversial. Yeah, you folks in Florida know just a little bit about controversial legislation, don't you? All right, you're listening to Bob Bernie Live. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483.
0: Bob Bernie Bernie Live, Live. looking at today's news through a biblical worldview.
1: All right, most of you are familiar with some of the uh, shenanigans over in Loudoun County, Virginia. A couple of years ago, yeah, I think it's been been a couple of years ago, maybe longer. uh, Loudoun County, Virginia, changed their policies in their schools. And uh, any boy who said he felt pretty and wanted to use the girls' restroom uh, could, if they wanted to. A lot of people protested and said, yeah, that's that's not a good idea. That's, that's really not a good idea to allow boys who identify as a girl into the girls' bathrooms and so forth. And the Loudoun County school officials said... Well, well, what could possibly go wrong? Well, if you've been following that story, you know exactly what went wrong. A uh, boy identifying as a girl raped a girl in the girl's bathroom. And uh, that's exactly what people said would happen. And it's exactly what the Loudoun County school official said would never happen. Well, that was covered up. The boy was not punished, but transferred to another school where he, identifying as a she, did it again. Well, bottom line, a grand jury is eyeing the Loudoun County, Virginia officials for their role in covering up the rape committed in a school restroom. Uh grand jury is looking into it. Should this be a surprise? Uh, I don't think so. The uh, school board said, quote, LCPS, Loudoun County Public School, intends to cooperate with the lawful requests of the special grand jury while protecting the privacy rights of our students to the extent permitted by law in accordance with all applicable legal privileges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, here's the bizarre thing about this, all right? They've already had two girls sexually assaulted by a boy identifying as a girl. They've already had two. Have they changed their policy to prevent this? Uh, No. In a statement, they said, quote, we have taken several steps to help protect our students from such incidents happening in the future. LCPS has expanded the size and scope of our Title IX office by hiring a full-time Title IX coordinator and additional investigative staff and expanded our Office of Division Control to better assist staff with issues relating to legal compliance. What is wrong with you people? Change the policy back. Boys need to use boys' bathrooms. Girls need to use girls' bathrooms. Is it really that difficult? So (laughs) the policy that they established resulted in what many people said would happen. But instead of changing the policy, they've hired a bunch of people. We have people investigating this. Are you kidding me? That's how you're handling this? Yeah, we, uh, we're going to comply with Title IX. We're uh, hiring more investigators. <sighs> Public schools. All right, hey, uh, we're going to go to the phone because I've got uh, Mike in Oxford, Ohio, that uh, wants to discuss the Kentucky legislation that we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Mike, welcome. Thanks for calling. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Certainly. Uh, I was just calling. uh,
0: I wanted to say, uh, I think, me personally, I thought about this about a week ago from the bird's eye 50,000 foot view. I think that they can, it's so easy for these Marxists because they can literally pick anything. It's like you pick something that should be, um, everybody should be easy to decide on. And then you flip it, and it demoralizes society. And it's so easy for them to do. They can just keep doing it and doing it. You know, obviously, they have a lot of the media. So I think it's pretty easy for them to do this kind of stuff. Thank you.
1: Well, all right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. Um, Well, yeah, it is easy. Because wokeism has infected so much of our culture and our society. And the honest protection of our children is not nearly as important as being woke and politically correct, even though we know we, we know intuitively. I mean, whether it's whether it's a teenage boy with hormones raging or an adult man, put him a male, in a girls' bathroom, girls' shower, girls' facilities, what's going to happen? And and again, going back to this Loudoun County thing, they were warned. Parents, most of you probably follow the story. When they first made this new policy, as many schools across America have, all a boy has to do is say, I feel pretty. Well, have you uh, had sexual reassignment surgery? Well, no, I'm thinking about it. Uh, Have you undergone hormone treatment? Nah, I might, but I I really do feel like I'm a girl. And so I want to use the girls' showers, the girls' restroom. And that's all that's necessary. And so many people said, this is going to harm our kids. And they ignored it. Two girls sexually assaulted as a result of their policy and they may face legal action I hope they do they should but again the crazy thing they did not reverse the policy that caused this to happen they hired investigators common sense is not dead but it's on life support we'll be back